This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, every day, 9.45 a.m. It's live. You can find it on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, join the party. Stop on by. What's up, Jen? Uh, Kim, Shart, Tara. Don't call me Tara, Tara. Hi, what's up, Anna? What's up, BJ? Amanda? Uh, Chad, what's happening, dude? What's up, Andrea? Uh, good little day today. Hopefully you guys will be around next weekend. Uh, going to be headlining Gutty's Comedy Club that is in Southdale that starts 7.30 both Friday and Saturday. If you were going to the show tonight, uh, show tonight was actually canceled. Um, I was just going to be doing a 20-minute feature set, but show is canceled, unfortunately. Uh, tomorrow night, though, going to be right back at it. Me, my buddy Tom uh, Chilstrom, and then their headliner this week is a, a very funny guy. Uh, by the name, I was looking at his YouTube videos. See, so why am I? You got to st- stick to the script, everybody. Stick to the script. <laughs> John something or another. I'll have to go back and look it up. Uh, hi, Mira. Good to see you. What's up, Anna? Merchandise. Sold a couple of pieces yesterday. Thank you guys very much for stopping by RudyPovich.com, picking up merch, uh, and also finding out more about what's happening with, like, you know, shows and whatnot. That's always nice. Uh, this coming weekend... Uh, kind of a big deal, taking my daughter out indoor skydiving. It was a, a Christmas gift. And you guys ever do that move where it dawns on you like, oh, man, I paid for something months ago and we haven't done it yet. Like you, maybe you go on Groupon and you get a dinner cruise or whatever the fuck it might be. And then it dawns on you like, oh, my God, totally forgot that we had this thing planned. I've already put a g- bunch of goddamn money down on it. Shit. What was I thinking? Um, why can't I find this dude? Where is he? Where is he? Oh, John, uh, excuse me, Joe Deuce. I knew it was a D. Damn it. Joe Deuce. Joe Deuce. His name is Joe Deuce. Joe Deuce. Uh, Come on by. Check out Joe Deuce at Gutty's. Um, Yeah, so going indoor skydiving with uh, with the kids, man. It should be fun. I was looking at it. Uh, They'll give you the picture and the video, and I'm like, I think most people don't want to see you on top of a giant fan as a giant fan is essentially just suction cupping the flight uh, jumpsuit onto your balls. Just a uh, moose knuckle just hanging in the wind. But apparently that's part of the deal. So should be fun, man. Hopefully we'll get uh, some good video of it. Uh, let's see. Char, uh, several times, several times you say right on uh, the last guy in and the last guy three in. All right. Well, hey, what's up to you, buddy? Uh, Mira says hi. What's happening? All right. So you might have noticed that I got some new uh, new digs around the studio. And this is all brand new. And eventually it's all going to be filled in and we'll have everything set. But uh, behind me looks a little bare, does it not? 
And that's why I thought we got to start doing a little bit of decorating. And I'm not just going to nilly willy just throw shit up against the wall. No pun intended. No, no, no. These are carefully curated. I want to make sure that only the best hang behind me and my, because this is a professional podcast that we do in my basement. Okay. It's very professional. It's incredibly prof. Incredibly. Incredibly. You guys, I mean, it's got lights and a camera and fake barnwood. It's very professional. Very. Thank you. Uh, first piece I want to hang. I was going to call it a studio. It's not really a studio when I'm literally staring at my furnace right now. There it is right there. That is an actual real. Every day I got to shut it off. Because if I don't, the furnace will kick on in the middle of the show and be way too goddamn loud. <laughs> like I said, incredibly professional. Um, if you guys have things that you think should go on the wall here too, please feel free to drop a comment in on the Facebook, the YouTube, or Instagram Live. Um, let's see. Um, Mira, you are marketing that damn hat more than your own merch. Yeah, I, yeah, if it feels weird sometimes. Like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, there's some people that can get away with it. Hulk Hogan can wear a Hulkamania shirt because he is Hulk Hogan. I can't walk around with, I mean, I do rock the sweatshirt a long walk to Cleveland every now and again, but if that shit feels weird, man, don't be that guy who wears the T-shirt of the band you're going to see, gutter. Don't be that guy. Clinton's playing the house. You got to lay off the pipe. Um, first piece that is going into the studio. I think it's very fitting. It's very fitting. Uh, only because he was a real American, much like Hulk Hogan, but didn't get his due. We got a signed eight by 10 of Sergeant Slaughter. That's what's going in to the studio. First off, number one, because if that guy doesn't get you up and motivated every day, I don't know what would. That guy coming out, G.I. Joe, taking down the Iron Sheik. It was us against them. And nobody led the charge like Sergeant Slaughter. So that one's going to hang. I forgot to get the little stickies for the back to hang it up. So it's just going to be a couple of days. Uh, Chad, haha, know that feeling well. Yeah, man, don't be that guy who wears the shirt of the band you are going to see. It's too much, dude. It's too much. Don't be that guy. Second piece that shall hang in the studio and this is just a small offering we're just going to kind of start slow but sure progressively we will fill the entire back wall with all sorts of ridiculousness but the first two sergeant slaughter the second one that's going up is another signed eight by ten if you can't tell i'm big on autographs the next thing that's going up has got to be my signed Brad. I almost said Brad Williams. <laughs> the dwarf comedian. <laughs> Not that Brad, the other Brad. Fight Club Brad. That's what's going to be going. That's what's going to be hanging on the wall next. Do you guys know the story about how I acquired this? This is ridiculous. So uh, this was actually a gift to 
uh, Jessie Mae Peluso. It was a birthday gift. I got her. She loves Brad. Big fan. And I, uh, I got this signed 8x10 for her, brought it out to New York, and I gave it to her when we were doing the girl podcast, the live shows from City Winery. And she was ecstatic, over the moon about it. So that night, I left the show, went to the comedy cellar. And while I'm at the comedy cellar having a couple of drinks, this guy sits down next to me in a booth behind me, him and his wife. And they are rocking both First Ave t-shirts, First Ave, the music venue here in Minneapolis. And I said, hey, are you guys from Minneapolis? I said, no, we're just in town. We go to Minneapolis quite a bit. I was just there last week for a convention. So what kind of a convention? He goes, oh, I was there for like their Comic-Con. Um, my job is to go around and he verifies people's autographs. Had no idea that was a job. I said, no kidding? He goes, yeah, that's what, all I do is drive around, show to show, and basically tell people if what they have is legit. I'm like, that is, that's goddamn brilliant. What a job, man. I'm like, you can, you can tell if an autograph is legit. Just by staring at it? He said, absolutely. I said, well, well like, what are the big ones? He said, uh, you know, we get a lot of, like, Tom Hanks, because that's a, it's a pretty tough autograph to get. He doesn't sign a lot of stuff. Uh, some of the old school guys, the Wilt Chamberlains, you know, they didn't sign a lot of stuff. Guys that weren't around for a long time, Kurt Cobain. I mean, Kurt Cobain didn't live long enough. Speaking of, we're going to talk about Kurt Cobain here in just a bit. Kurt Cobain didn't live long enough for him to be able to sign a bunch of stuff. So if you got something signed by Kurt Cobain, it's worth quite a bit of money. I said, hey, just out of curiosity, since I got you here, um, I got an autograph that I recently acquired that I am trying to figure out. And I said, I, I, that I just bought, let me throw this thing your way because I, I paid quite a bit for it. I said, can you tell, give me, tell me if you think this thing is fake or not? And he said, absolutely. So I show him the picture of the autograph. He takes one look at it and goes, it's fake. Excuse me? Yeah, it's fake. How do you know? He said, well, first off, I can tell because the ink, the way the ink comes through behind the picture, this is printed off. So what happened is Brad Pitt probably signed this photo and somebody took a copy of it and then just made a bunch of copies of it, high quality copies that look like it. But when somebody takes an actual Sharpie, the way the photo behind it bleeds through, it bleeds through differently when you print it off. I thought, son of a bitch. I'd been had. I'd been swindled. I was pissed because I paid a lot for it. So I called the guy that I got it from and I'm like, dude, what's up with the Brad Pitt? Uh, Brad Pitt? No. <laughs> no go? What's going on? He's like, ah, yeah, we've had some problems with some of the Brad Pitt stuff. And I'm like, well, how about you goddamn told me that beforehand? Why didn't you verify it before I paid a bunch of dough for it? He goes, don't worry about it, dude. We'll get you a brand new one. And luckily he got me a brand new one that was authenticated. It had a certificate of authenticity that is on the backside of the actual autograph. There's a website that confirms it. Um, I got that one for Jesse May and then shipped it out to her and delivered the goods because I felt bad. I felt like, what a dick. Because I would feel miserable if she is in, you know, living in Los Angeles and has like, say, a friend, an acquaintance. Maybe somebody in the industry comes to her, uh, comes to her house and sees this Brad Pitt autograph on the wall and goes, that's fake. What? That's fake. It's, it doesn't exist. I'd feel like a dick. 
I want the authentic thing. There's no, listen, as professional as this podcast from a basement can be, I want professional grade autographs. That's what I'm looking for. So uh, I kind of felt like a dick about it, but nonetheless, um, we got it. So now it's going to hang the fake Brad Pitt and the Sergeant Slaughter, the first two pieces to go into the new digs for a long walk to Cleveland. More is going to be coming down the pike, by the way. I'm going to an art show this weekend and hopefully can find some cool shit that, uh, that I can hang up. Speaking of Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, I wanted to play this video for you guys. It's about three minutes. I'm going to actually have to call this a little early today because I got to get to a video shoot here in just a bit. But I wanted to play this for you guys only because um, I was kind of floored. Actually, you know what? Let's say, let's save this. This is an evergreen break. We can talk about this whenever. This has been going on forever. It's not a big deal. We'll talk about this next week because something happens in this video with Nirvana and Dave Grohl. And it just sort of like is a very come full circle moment, especially for anybody who is a big Foo Fighters fan or has paid thousands of dollars to go see them live, whether it be a flight. I mean, Christ, just to be able to get into U.S. Bank Stadium to see the Foo Fighters on this last tour was like 400 bucks. That is ungodly expensive. What? 400 bucks? Are you? That's craziness. But no, man, that's what they're charging nowadays. Sally, uh, I love how the guy knows it was fake but doesn't tell you until after you call him out on it. Not a good way to do business. Yeah, I think to his credit, I think he has also been duped on stuff before. So, But he's a good dude, and I know the guy, kind of an acquaintance, we'll say, and I know he's got good stuff and he's a good businessman. So I think maybe some of this stuff is sort of mixed in, you know? And I was like, I, I get it, dude. And he made good on it, which I thought was great. He did get me an actual authentic Brad Pitt signed 8x10 that I could send out. So I, I don't know. I don't blame the guy. It's it's obviously people make mistakes sometimes. So I let it go. I, I let it go. Absolutely. Um, I also want to say thank you to everybody real quick before we move on. Uh, thank you to everybody who reached out and asked for the uh, hypnosis therapy information. Because I'm telling you, it's been 72 hours. I still feel amazing. I still feel so goddamn good about life. It's incredible. It's so weird. Just some guy just like lays you down on a couch. Now I'm starting to get into a little bit of Pornhub uh, definitions here. But I'm telling you right now, it's one of the best things ever. I feel phenomenal. Head has not been spinning. Haven't been like worrying. It's good shit, I'm telling you. Uh, what's up? Uh, what's up, Mike Hunter? How are you, dude? What's up, MJ? Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to... Um, Sally, I have a consultation at noon. Very nice. Right on. I mean, it is... Listen, I'm telling you right now. It is... It's expensive. I'm, I'm, it is... Trust me. <laughs> when I got the original st price, I was like, whoa, shit. That's, a, that's way more than what I thought it was going to be. That's why I only did half. But it's worth it. It is worth it. Don't even don't even let me talk. I just want to make sure you guys are like, holy shit, like that's what I don't know. For me, it was worth it. I've tried everything else. I've been smart with my money. I'm I'm fine with it. I don't mind paying this because if this is the thing that's gonna help, it's trust me, every time I look at something and go, Oh, that's so expensive. I don't want to pay that much for it. About 20 days after I say I don't want to pay for it, I just end up eventually pay for it. And then six months down the road, I don't even think about the extra money that I spent. 
So it's worth it. It's totally worth it to me. I've been feeling great over the last three days. And I, I'm not, and I didn't, it's not like I gave this guy a plug. I'm the only people I've told about it are the people that have reached out and asked for it. And that's it. That's, that's it. I haven't, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting a kickback from this. I'm just saying because it worked for me. So hopefully if you tried, I'm, I hope it works for you too. Uh, I wanted to play this. I don't have, there was an actual video of it. And I've talked about this a few different times with a few different people. And everybody thinks that I'm goddamn ridiculous when I talk about it. But uh, you'll be able to see this. Uh, it's been kind of floating around the last couple of days when Olivia Wilde was on stage at CinemaCon in Las Vegas and was served papers from her ex-husband, Jason Sudeikis. This isn't the actual video. This is just Good Morning America. I think is that what it is? Yeah, Good Morning America is uh, doing the report on this actual event. The moment Olivia Wilde was blindsided on stage in front of a packed crowd, the actor and director served legal documents while promoting her new film, Don't Worry Darling, at CinemaCon Tuesday. Deadline first reporting the envelope she's seen clutching held court papers filed by her ex-fiancé, Jason Sudeikis. Oi, mate, this is you. I believe it is. Wilde and Sudeikis are embroiled in a custody battle over their two children after she ended their seven-year engagement in late 2020 and soon after began dating one of her new film stars, Harry Styles. You know it's not the same as it was. A source telling ABC News, papers were drawn up to establish jurisdiction relating to the children of Miss Wilde and Mr. Sudeikis. Mr. Sudeikis had no prior knowledge of the time or place that the envelope would have been delivered, as this would solely be up to the process service company involved, and he would never condone her being served in such an inappropriate manner. CinemaCon did not respond to ABC News' request for comment, but the managing director told Variety, while nothing like this has ever happened in the 11-year history of the annual Las Vegas Megafest for new movies, security protocols are being reviewed after witnesses described the person who sprang the papers on Wild as carrying real credentials for the event. Okay. People that are shitting all over Jason Sudeikis about this. I can guarantee only because I have been in this situation, Jason Sudeikis, no idea that these people who were serving these papers were going to do this to a lit. You would never in a million years, because that makes you look terrible. You would never, you wouldn't, why would you, first off, I get that these people are in a custody battle, but this is also somebody that you made children with. You, why would you humiliate them? And then people would look so poorly on you. Do you really think Jason, first off, they don't have that sort of power. It's not like Jason Sudeikis can tell the courts, hey, I, I need these papers served. Here's the most humiliating way we're going to do it. That would look terrible on him. And second, you, it doesn't work that way. And how do I know? Because I was fucking served papers about 17 years ago, and they showed up to my work. And when that shit happened, uh, the person who served me papers apologized and said, I am so sorry. They told me that they would reach out to you either via email or through phone to see if there'd be a private time that we could, that you can meet with this person to get them these papers, not come to your place of work in front of everybody. And so, fuck is that humiliating? Does Jason, I'm sure Jason Sudeikis feels absolutely terrible about what happened. 
this might be somebody that you're embroiled with a uh, custody battle with, but it is also the parent of your children. And he does not seem like that type of guy. So let's stop shitting all over Jason Sudeikis. And let's look at the part that is actually troubling about this video. The fact that you have that many big name people in a place, in a busy place like Las Vegas, and some dude with fake credentials can just blow right through and get that close to somebody with that big of a name. That shit can't happen. We put so many people with like so little IQ in charge of clipboards and velvet ropes that that can't do that. Why was that not top priority? The fact that somebody, even during the event, why don't you have somebody in the pit? <laughs> any good, any good rock concert has somebody in the pit. They there's a barrier between you and the person. Be, why did they not have that? That's the part that's troubling to me. Is that somebody? And also, why did why do we have you? What was it? Uh, Pineapple Express. Wasn't it Seth Rogen who made a living dressing up in different disguises and then tricking people into telling them, yes, that is my name, and then serving them papers? What the fuck, man? That's a law? You're allowed to do that? I mean, when they came to my work, the, the person who served me papers had said, I'm so sorry. They said they were going to reach out to you. And even when I was reading what was going on with Jason Sudeikis, they say in the article... Yeah, uh, by law, these people are supposed to reach out and go, is there a place we can meet? Not just show up. And I could be wrong. I could be way wrong. But I am pretty sure that there is like there's some sort of <clears throat> uh, some sort of law that protects people from ha having, you know, this dirty laundry being sorted out in front of people. Sally, the company hired to deliver the paperwork should publicly apologize for their poor choices and ex accept their actions. A thousand percent agree. That's the part that's troubling, is that somebody's allowed to make fake credentials? Now, I guess, first of all, I don't want to put that in their, in their basket. Not sure if they were fake, but witnesses say that this person had credentials to get in. And if anything, even if they didn't, who is the person that is allowing them to go in? Michael Keaton did say, a confident walk and a clipboard will get you into any building on the planet. I think he's right about this one, for sure. Ugh. That's the part that was troubling to me is that people th actually thought Jason Sudeikis would hire somebody to <laughs> publicly humiliate his ex-wife in front of thousands of people while she's promoting her new movie. No, dude, that's Ted Lasso. Even though he's not literally Ted Lasso, he still plays that character. But why would you piss all that away so you can humiliate your wife? Is it really? Is that vindictive? It's your kids, dude. He would never do that. Remember that. I know people, especially for me, but I know people that have been entangled with their exes when it comes to their kids, when it comes to life, when it comes to splitting up assets. And it is okay for me to say something terrible about my ex. It is okay for you to say something terrible about your ex. But the second I do it, call me out. Because I was dating a woman who said something terrible about my daughter's mom one time. And I went, no, 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 you, you don't get, you don't get to say that. She was like, why, why are you defending her? I was like, not defending her. What I'm telling you is you don't get to say that. 
I can say that. You don't get to say shit. <laughs> it is like big brother, big sister syndrome. Uh, I can do it. You cannot. Just remember that. Remember, and especially remember that when you're going through it with uh, with kids. If you if you have kids with somebody and you're on the brink of divorce, the best piece of advice I was ever given when my daughter's mom and I were splitting up and we were trying to make it work, going to couples therapy, the best piece of advice I ever got was uh, kids are not screwed up because parents split up. Kids are screwed up because of conflict. So whether you guys are conflicting in the house or out of the house, that's where you're going to have problems. So try to put your pettiness aside and put a goddamn smile on your face. And when you do that, the kid's going to grow up to be a very stable adult. If you two can't do that, then you're going to have big problems coming down the road and it's all going to be on you because you guys couldn't put it away. It was the best piece of advice I ever got. And, and Cammy and I, my daughter's mom, have lived by that. There's times we don't like each other. There's times that we argue. But for the most part, we get along because we have a daughter. And the most important thing in our life is that kid. And trying to raise a stable adult, especially in what's going on in the world today, is fucking hard. So trust me. Put all that shit away. Remember that the kid is the most important aspect in this, in this whole fiasco. And eventually, when that kid grows up and pushes themselves off your dock and they, they're out on their own, they're stable, they're making money, they're supporting themselves, then feel free to hate your ex all you want. But until then, put a goddamn smile on your face. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Listen to this entire episode. And tomorrow night, hopefully, you come out to Gutty's Comedy Club, uh, Southdale, Minnesota. Southdale in Edina, Minnesota. Southdale Mall, I should say. Uh, we'll see you guys there tomorrow night, 7.30. Until then, thank you guys very much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.